Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and this is Tough Talk Christian Radio. Super excited today, as always, when I get to do my show, but more so today than normal. I've taken a little time off of the show. This is the first show we've done, I think, in the last uh, maybe eight or nine weeks. And so with summertime being here and our full-time family business being so busy, and vacations taking place and, well, spending some time with my grandson in the pool, I decided to take a few uh, months, I guess. Uh, it was started out a few weeks, and then it turned into two months. Anyway, super excited to be back here today. Uh, as I always say, the, the best part about doing this show in the middle of the week, it gives me a little memory or a reminder, I should say, of how important it is to think of God on a daily basis. But, you know, Sundays we all seem to pay attention, and by Wednesdays we seem to fall to the wayside. Or if you're like me, uh, I pay attention every morning, but by lunchtime I need a little lift again. So just excited and blessed to be able to do this. Got a great guest today, a gentleman by the name of of Bob May, who is a children's author. We're going to talk about uh, Christian values and a couple of the books that he has written. And uh, also... I just want to make sure to let everybody know a couple of things. If you want to call into the show, 347-989-1363. If you want to uh, have the opportunity to be a guest on the show, you can uh, email me at info at toughtalkradionetwork.com, or uh, you can just go right to toughtalkchristianradio.com, click the button that says register to be a guest, fill out the information, and bring your story to the air. Let other people understand the blessings you've received, what God has you doing in your world, and how it could help others see the value of what they could be doing. So very excited about it. Uh, if you have uh, a time, give us a like on Tough Talk Radio Network. Uh, hook up with us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I think I got them all. There's so many new ones all the time, I keep forgetting. But we're excited about that. We're always looking to meet new people. So a couple of things. Uh, as I said, I took off a couple of months. And uh, I just want to bring up some of the things that are going on in my world that I see or I perceive. Uh, you know, if you watch the news, well, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's a little bit embarrassing sometimes. It's a little bit of a headache, and it's so confusing. Our economy seems to be in a spot right now where not everybody's excited about it. Gas prices are where they are. Everything is where it is. But the opportunity to have a chance to see the blessings that are surrounded by you, I believe, is when times are bad. Because then you can look back and say, hey, Look at all the good things that happen in this period of time that I think is a bad time. And you'll recognize your blessing, and you'll be able to take opportunity to do even better and gain more access to the Lord, to your family, to your job, to yourself. So I think that if we take this here time we're having in life right now, the struggles of the viruses and the monkeypox and the inflation 
and all the troubled areas that we see on the news and in our neighborhoods. We take that chance to just do something good out of it, receive something good out of it, look at the good side of it, and use that blessing that you see to help someone else up the ladder and let them recognize it as well. Now, I'm not saying to go out and brag about all the good things that are happening to you while the neighbor is struggling, but what I'm saying is recognize that we all struggle daily. Whether it's this week, next week, or next year, we're all going to cross that path. So look back at the blessings that have come along in that way and help yourself lift up others, including yourself. And I've always said this, there's no better way to be able to receive a blessing than the value you receive when you help someone else. So if there's an organization in your area that you could uh, volunteer for, in your church, in your community, in your neighborhood, in your own family, take a chance at it. Let us know how it goes. Remember, 347-989-1363 is the dial-in number. And I just want to challenge you today to take a minute and write down five good things that have happened to you in the last two months. And you'll see, when you compare that to what you think is going wrong in your life, how blessed God has been. Okay, so I'm going to take a short break. When I come back, I'm going to bring up a gentleman by the name of Bob May, who has been a teacher, a lawyer, a Texas district judge, and an author, but his favorite position that he has held in his life is Dad and Granddad Bob. So hang on here a second. As soon as we come back from this short break, we'll we'll, uh, bring Bob up on the show. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Linda Biestetos is your host on All Things Franchising, where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. All right, welcome back to the show. And All Things Franchising, that is another show on the Tough Talk Radio Network. And, and we, uh, well, if you're in corporate America and looking to get out, if you're a business owner looking to get into something else, check out All Things Franchising uh, here on the Tough Talk Radio Network. If you go to toughtalkradionetwork.com, you'll be able to find the show, hit up to the website and learn more about Linda Bias status. So, as I mentioned, Bob May is our guest today, and he is – a gentleman who was a teacher, a lawyer, a district judge, an author, and his favorite position was dad and granddad. He, he loves God and people. He enjoys college football, art, nature, and keeping up with current events. He's a Texan who now, res- he's a Texan who now resides with his extraordinary wife and beautiful hills- on a beautiful hillside near Nashville, Tennessee, and that is beautiful place up there. I want to waste no more time and welcome Bob to the show. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tony. I'm glad to be here. Hey, um, so 
uh, I have a lot of friends that live in different parts of Tennessee. Uh, Nashville is beautiful. What was the purpose to move there? Was there a certain reason that made you move there? Well, Tony, we had uh, I had retired from the bench in the end of 2010, and my wife and I, who is from New Mexico, she is. We were we wanted to either go to New Mexico or where she's from or to Tennessee where our son is. And we were visiting from time to time down here. And we found out in 2000, I guess it was 19, uh, sometime around, uh, I'm not sure, fall or so, that we were going to have our first grandbaby at, at in our 70s, which was quite a shock. And so we almost a day or two later, we're driving down the road, and I said, honey, we're moving to Tennessee. So she agreed. So we wanted to be around that that granddaughter, and so that's why we got to Tennessee. And, and uh, you, you know, you have an interesting background, uh, as I was mentioning on the show here. You, uh, you've been uh, a, a lawyer, a, a judge, and uh, a teacher. What type of teaching did you do? Was it in a college? Was it in a high school? I did. Uh, I started out teaching at a little Catholic school in Waco, Texas. Then And then uh, I also taught at uh, a school in the Spring Branch School District there near Houston, Houston-Westchester. And then later, after I retired from the bench, I taught for free, at, oddly enough, at another little Catholic non-diocesan prep school in uh, Arlington, Texas. So uh, that was kind of an odd little uh, situation. The teaching things were separated by many years. And I did do a little teaching in the prisons when I was a lawyer on business law and also at Brazosport College. Hmm. That's crazy. I uh, I know that there's a lot of prison ministries, but I didn't know that they had uh... – People go in there and actually teach on uh, different subjects like that. That's that's a great benefit for for the guys actually, that are in there. Actually, actually, they, they they have their own school district. TDC does. It's called the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. It's called the Wyndham School District. It's the largest school district in Texas, and you can get high school and even college wow. degrees while you're in prison. Huh? See the things you find out just by meeting other yeah. people and having a conversation. I love that. That's the whole purpose right. of this show. So um, you um, you retired and you moved to Tennessee. When did you start figuring out that you liked to write children's books? Well, I had written the two earlier when my son was young, and that was uh, in the 80s, and I did that because I didn't like the, the stories in the little books we were buying. For him, and so uh, my wife said, "You ought to try to get one published." So uh, I did. I did one eighty-seven and one eighty-eight, and then in in uh, eighty-nine, I ran for office and took was on the bench from ninety till two thousand ten. So uh, what happened then? Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Well, I said what happened to restart it was my sister-in-law who had read my first two books to her children when they were young. Uh, her grandchildren, of course, came along 30 years later, 20, whatever it is. And she found my little books 
in a closet and took them out and read them to her grandchildren. And they liked them and she liked them. She said, you ought to start writing books again. So uh, I wrote Scary Storm and uh, it, it was launched March of this year, early March of this year. And so it is a scary storm it's with Big Bunny and Little Bunny is a delightful tale of overcoming differences to find true friendship. Little readers will enjoy the colorful illustrations while they learn to appreciate and embrace differences in each other. Um, I would imagine that today's world, this is a, a great opportunity for parents to read to their children. Now, is it a, is it a Christian-based book or is it just a the values are, the values are, right the values are christian based it's not uh what do you call it overtly christian but i felt like a parent or grandparent can add to however they want to and uh just to give you a thumbnail big bunny and little bunny were both rejected by the other bunnies here in uh middle tennessee on the street they lived on because big bunny was too little too big and Little Bunny was too little, and that difference made the other bunnies shy away from them. And that stayed that way but uh, until the scary storm came around. And uh, Big Bunny and Little Bunny had been that way, rejected all their life, but because they were able to reconcile themselves to that, they became friends, and they weren't bitter or angry. And the scary storm had the uh, came up real fast with snow and wind and the other bunnies got lost away from where they lived and so uh big bunny and little bunny acted the way we should act even if it's an uh, an enemy or somebody that's in a bad situation and so uh that's kind of a positive outcome turned out and in the end they all kind of uh were getting along fine so that's how that story goes mm -hmm. down yeah, I like that. It gives us, you know, uh, my grandson, I have a four, well, he's almost four-year-old grandson who just, as I read or as we read books to him, uh, he knows the words already. He just loves to hear the stories over and over again. And what a great opportunity to teach him some things that could be tools later on in life uh, just from that. Was that your intent when you wrote the books? When I first wrote the books, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real honest with you. Uh, the uh, I think everybody's born a narcissist. <laughs> if you've got good parents and they, you're the apple of their eye, you know, like we're the apple of God's eye. We have a tendency to get kind of, kind of puffed up. And I think maybe one of my motivations was just ego. If I in my seventies, uh, if I could do it again, if I could write another book. And uh, but as I thought about it. God has a way of uh, humbling us, and uh, sometimes things are harder than we think they're going to be, and sometimes hope is deferred a little longer than we wished it would be. But uh, I, as I thought about it, uh, I said, you know, this is especially coming out of COVID, I can make this into something that is a ministry that because they all are my, – my three books, the two in the 80s and this one, all have uh, values that without being uh, crammed down the child's throat, the the pictures tell the story so you can, kid can figure it out before they can read and then you can sort of teach them to read and then they'll be reading it to their little brothers and sisters after that. Mm -hmm. So it's probably a three to six year old book, but 
if they want to read it to their kids, it'll keep going on and on. And, and then I wrote it also, Tony, where all my books where an adult will find it more interesting, I think, than than the average children's book. So you don't get a book that's just tossed aside and never picked up again. I, I love how God, uh, well, I love his sense of humor because it seems like as we do things and as we grow a year older each year, we get a little, little bit of more wisdom. And you had mentioned right. maybe ego or whatever, but I, I like to think of it as we worked up the courage to take the chance. Right. Of revealing something that might not be good, <laughs> and then when yeah. you see the value of it, you recognize how God blessed you with that opportunity. I, I just think he's got a crazy sense of humor like that. Oh, he does, and so. you know uh, the old phrase "Father knows best" <laughs> uh, from the old movie. That mm-hmm. that's definitely true when we're talking about our heavenly Father, and uh, he does know best. And sometimes when when you're going on a long stretch of, of needing some uh, hope fulfilled, then uh, we've still got to know that we don't know the whole situation. And he brings about uh, the good things in, in the right timing, even if it's not the timing we would prefer. I, I agree. I mean, it's never in our timing. Uh, we're in too much of a hurry to recognize the value of anything. So, uh, Right. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. So, anyway, so let me ask you: uh, What is the next book coming out? Is there one? Well, I'm working on an adult book. It's kind of a, you know, I guess all writers have a tendency to to write using uh, people they know, including their sources themselves and their families as sort of uh, veiled characters. So I'm writing one about a grandfather who uh, is raising. Uh, has has raised with with the child's mother, his daughter, uh, a baby girl since she was very little when her father died unexpectedly, and uh, this girl's a one in a million, and it has gotten the notice of heaven, and uh, <clears throat> she comes to her granddaddy who's just been through a bad wreck and towards the end of life, but doing okay in his eighties, and uh, asks him to write a memoir. So the the memoir is uh, is is I'll just say this much it's got some people called messengers and as you know a messenger sometimes is a, an angel and these when they're, they're sort of like guardian angels that in rare cases show up to people and it's to kind of uh, help this old granddaddy remember and put things that'll be important to his to his uh, granddaughter she's going to achieve her destiny. So that's kind of, uh, you know, and I'm very early in it, but I've got it all plotted out. It's just a matter of filling in the characters and the dialogue and the uh, to give it the fullness it needs. So I'm not rushing it, but that's my that's my what I'm working on now. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So uh, you you said that you moved to Tennessee because of your son living there. Um, and you have great grandchildren. Uh, do you have nope, other children? No, it's one. I just, just one one grandchild. It, I didn't have her till I was seventy one, and they had been married. He didn't get married till he was like thirty seven, thirty six, thirty seven, and after six or seven, eight, seven, six or seven years, uh, we we were very surprised to find out that 
we had a, a grandbaby coming, and she is she's a delight. She's brilliant and uh, active, and uh, she's just uh, my muse. I call her my muse on on my writing. That's that's great. I my I'm 66, and I have a three and a half year old grandson, and uh, he lives seven doors away, and he keeps yeah. me. Uh, very busy paying attention to yeah. his nonstop talking. Love it. I love oh, it yeah. to that. So, <laughs> uh, I'll tell a, you a funny story it, about Olive. She, she, uh, I was reading the scary storm with her the other day. And, uh, right now she's into monsters, giants, and robots. And she said, uh, I, I was about a third of the way through and she said, granddaddy, can you put, can you put a, a, a giant in the story? And so I just dropped back a little bit and uh, weaved a giant in the story. So you never know, you know, uh, what Art Linkletter said, kids say the darndest thing. And I'll let you tell yeah. your younger audience who Art Linkletter was. But anyway, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, it, it is. And that's the, the beauty of it is they don't know. So you are able to place in there whatever it is that you want to do and they just look at you like you're just awesome so it's uh yeah i think that's great very good and i think okay i think so, there's a lesson there go ahead no go ahead tell, tell the lesson i was gonna say I, the lesson that i've learned because it's been a long time since i was a parent and i don't know if i did it right when i was a parent but is to let yourself listen to the child and get on their level they're a pre-reader uh, and they're looking at the pictures, they're going to interpret the story and see, figure out a lot of it before they can even read. So uh, it's a great opportunity, and men don't don't take opportunity enough to let that little baby get up on their lap and tell them a story and rock them and, you know, nurture them. I think that pays dividends for you and them down the road. I agree. Especially men, we uh, we're too busy uh, being men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And as you you get older, you see what you missed out on. I think that's why we enjoy our grandchildren so much. It was the joke oh, yeah. is that uh, it's grandchildren to make having children worth it. So. <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, well said. Yeah, it really is. So, okay, so you know the time on here goes fast, uh, Bob, but I want to make sure that people have some information. One is you can go to uh, uh, authorbobmay.com uh, right, to, to find out more, right? And you can take advantage of his books. And, you know, as I look on Amazon and stuff, I, I think I found I can buy all three books. I want to say it was $33.97. So there's something yeah. that I challenge you people out there listening to do. Uh, if you have uh, – small children or grandchildren, or maybe you have uh, uh, someone in the family that is uh, going to be expecting soon, be a nice little gift. Right. Make sure to go check it out. You can buy them through the website. You can buy them through Amazon. Very easy to get a hold of. If you can't find it, you can email me, info at toughtalkradionetwork.com, and I'll give you the link to get it as well. How can they get in touch with you if they would like, and do you even go speak, in any like uh, schools or churches in the area 
that maybe uh, have a uh, a small uh, uh, what do you call it, daycare or or uh, Bible study for children. Uh, I haven't done much of that yet, but I plan on doing that in the fall. The uh, things are kind of as you know, kind of on uh, what skeleton staff or whatever during the and the schools aren't meeting during during the uh, summer. But I, I look forward to doing that, both uh, pre-Ks and church groups and uh, regular uh, public uh, schools in, in the fall. And they can probably just go to my website, and there's a way they can contact me. Just uh, It doesn't cost anything. There's no obligation, and you don't get contact unless you want to get contacted on my uh to subscribe to my website and I'll I'll get back with them. And also on on your website you have a uh, you have a blog. People like to read the blogs yeah. and you have a YouTube channel, the Go to Bob's yeah. YouTube channel, uh loves uh loaves and fish blog. Tell us about that. Right. I have a a blog, written blog that's uh called Thoughts from the Hill. It's just kind of random uh, stream of consciousness what I'm thinking about and my my uh, I want to keep the blog where it's uh, it's primarily about the books but uh, the blog is, is my crude little uh, way of witnessing through a video and I try to do little uh, two to four minute max average about two minutes 45 seconds just a little brief kind of uh, uh, almost extemporaneous uh, chat about faith and about the the uh, you know trying to maintain our connection with the Father, trying to maintain uh, our our uh, identity and uh, our hope and our humility. And so that's kind of some of the dominant themes in that, and it's just kind of an encouragement. I like that. I like it. I I I, I tell you. Uh, and I mean this as a compliment, so please. Um, when people get to be our age or even older and they still use the opportunities that are available to uh, have conversation with people out in the world, I think it's awesome. I think it's just a great way to stay connected and to be able to use the blessings that God has provided for you over the years because I, I really believe that we didn't get to where we are today just so that we could just be where we are today. We got there I so agree. that we could share and, and, and help others see that there's opportunity in the struggle every day. So I really appreciate what you do, and I hope when your next book is finished, you'll come back and share it with us and, and allow us to help market what you're doing. I sure appreciate it, and I appreciate your ministry and uh, – to, to look at your website and see how involved you are, not only in in business and in and God's work, and uh, I think you're you're doing like you're saying you're doing your best to fulfill your calling, and uh, that's great. Yep. Well, I appreciate that, Bob, and you have a great great rest of the week and uh, tump day. So it's downhill from here, and uh, give that grandbaby a squeeze for us. Oh, I'll do that. Thank you, Tony. All right. Thank you. Folks, we're going to take a short break, come right back and recap. Uh, but make sure to go before you 
listen to this commercial, I want you to make sure you go to authorbobmay.com, okay? Check out the books. Get one. Check out the blogs, the YouTube channel. I think that you will be very surprised. And for you old guys out there, you'll see what you're missing out on. You could be doing the same thing. Make sure to check out uh, authorbobmay.com. We'll be right back after this here very short commercial break. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. All right, folks, uh, this kind of wraps up our show for today. If you missed the show or joined in late, you can go back and uh, check it out off of our Facebook page or you can go to toughtalkchristianradio.com and find it there as well. And I, I, like I said in the beginning of the, of the show, uh, I'd like to continue that challenge to make sure that you take a chance today to look at the last two months of your life, the five best things that have happened in your life. And look, don't, don't forget, waking up every morning is a blessing. So look at those things and then compare it to what you might be complaining about or maybe you're not thankful for and share that message with someone else and help them to do the same thing. This might be a chance for us just to have a peaceful moment for at least one hour out of the day. God knows there's so much of that needed. My name is Tony Gambone. I'm here every Wednesday on Tough Talk Christian Radio on the Tough Talk Radio Network coming to you from... Katy, Texas, right outside of Houston. I hope that everyone will have a blessed week and take a moment to be thankful for what they have. We'll see you next week. You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information.